This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, I got the okay. We do a podcast on this lovely. It's by the way, it's seventy six degrees as we record this at ten oh two. Perfect. That's called December Thursday. That is beautiful. Um, I've gotten to a little bit of a battle with my uh, town again, Jerry. What now? The town of Bradley Beach, New Jersey. Uh, so you can't help yourself. I I can't. And now I want to see where you stand on this. Maybe you'll fall on my side. Maybe you won't fall on my side. Uh, we have. Uh, there's a. A lake on each end of town, and one of the lakes is on my end of town. And I, I walk my dog somewhere near there. It's it's in the area, and we have an awful lot of geese, tons of geese. Yeah, and the geese, ah, you know what? They poop everywhere. Yes, uh, people seem concerned about it because there's kids playing. Yeah, there's it's a, tough. It's a mess, but okay, I avoid the poop. Yesterday. A goose attacked us. Really? Yeah. And they have been getting more aggressive you lately. You told me this last week. Yeah, I told you last week they were getting aggressive. Yes, and I told you to bring your tennis racket. Yes, you did. Maybe this was actually Tuesday. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. So we were walking yesterday, and I was like, okay, I'm going to keep an eye on these geese. I'm going to keep my distance, of course. I don't go near the geese. And my dog, there are dogs that will chase down a goose. My dog is not aggressive. My dog didn't even acknowledge that the geese exist right she do- walks about her business uh these i saw we were going down the block where the geese are across the street from the lake so not on the lake and i see a goose in quite a distance <clears throat> all of a sudden i see a fly towards you well fl- it's flying parallel above the water but towards us but not lands in the water Walks out of the water, heads right towards us, angry, hissing, screaming. We're nowhere near it. And my dog has no concept that a goose is coming to attack us. Right. I had to get between the goose and my dog, and it was very aggressive at us. So what did you do? Jerry, if anyone had video of this, it's so embarrassing. I went like that. Like, legitimately, I went, hi, hi, (laughs) trying to look bigger, like raising my hands in the air while backing up. Yes. And the no one, the dog didn't pay attention to me. The the goose didn't really pay attention to me. So what the, what happened? It eventually just stopped walk, it stopped uh, coming at us as I backed up and backed up in the middle of the street, a busy street, by the way. I've been lucky a car didn't come hit me. Yeah, that's true. Because I was trying to get away from the goose. Because the geese are very aggressive; they'll hurt you. I'm sure they will. So what? How did you get in trouble with the town? Okay, so 
I was like, you know what? This has gone too far. I noticed how aggressive they've been. People have been complaining about the poop. I understand that too. This is now they're now they're attacking humans. So I called the town, and uh, I. Who do you call the police? No, I called the ta- the borough. Okay, there's a they have a website, so that's what I called. I go hi. I go uh, yeah. I go, uh, me and my dog were just attacked by a goose. She goes okay. I said, uh, I go. Is there like a department that handles this sort of thing? She goes call the police. I go. I'm not going to waste the police time right. in that I was attacked by a goose. They're not going to go arrest the goose. This, right. This, I, I go, I'm sure you get calls about the geese. She goes, oh, yes, we do. I go, and do you, what, is there a game plan for when you, she goes, mm-hmm. sounds like a personal problem to me. <laughs> I go, a personal problem? Click. She hangs up on me. Wow. Yeah. I call back. Doesn't pick up. Well, as you could imagine, Jerry. You kept calling. No, because I know she probably had my ID. Okay. So I, I, of course, went right to the Bradley Facebook page, complained. Then I texted the mayor. <laughs> and he got back to me. Did he really? What did he say? He goes, oh, yeah, this is a, 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 a an issue in town. We are working on it. Da, da, da. I said, by the way, too, I go, a woman hung up on me, told me it was my problem, hung up on me. But I looked. I started looking online at different things. What to do if a goose attacks yeah. you? What can you spray mace in a goose's face? Will that work? Right, well, right. Nothing works. How does mace not work? Because they don't have tear ducts, and mace works in tear. There are a number of animals that like mace dogs, right? Yeah, that mace doesn't work against. Wow! And all it does is piss them off. Yeah, great. Yeah. So the best thing I saw that you can do, and Baseball this is. Bat. No, I mean, because they're protected. You cannot harm them. Even oh, if they God. attack you, you cannot That's harm insane. them. Right. So if a goose comes at me, I can't attack it. You're coming at me, bro. Right. <laughs> they're like, they're they're really um, protected. Wow. The only thing I saw effective against a goose is using an umbrella, open and close it, open and close it, open and close it. It thinks you're a big goose. That's it. That's it. So when it's 78 degrees and sunny, you got to walk your dog with an umbrella. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am not for hurting animals unless no, an animal hurts me on purpose, right, like comes sure. at me. So what's the game plan And today? everyone just keeps saying, it's so weird. It's in such a weird time where if a criminal gets into a battle with the police, we the are on the wins. side of the criminal. Right. And the police did something wrong. If an animal attacks me... I'm in the wrong because it's nature. Right. They're like, oh, they're protecting their nests. I'm nowhere near their nests. Right. You're on the street. Meanwhile, even if a goose attacked my dog and my dog killed the goose, I'm sure people would be angry at me for my dog. Probably. Even you though raised an, it wrong. Even though an animal attacked. Yeah. Yeah, so it's so weird. So it's just people are just, hey, man, there, there's so many people on these stupid social media platforms and the stupid Bradley Beach Facebook group. They're like, hey, man, they were here before us. Oh yeah, well, so were dinosaurs. If one was walking around, <laughs> would you be cool with it eating your house, you jerks? Or your kids. Yeah. I mean, really. And That's I can't stupid. believe, like, they're, for the people that live on that block, Yeah, I don't know what they do. Because I my dog is 65 pounds. Right. I can't, a little dog, forget it. A goose would go just stomp you and the dog. So what's the game plan today for the walk? Uh, well, I guess not walk anywhere near there. The problem is, though, that they they... 
run the town. If they decide they're going to go two blocks in, they go two blocks in. Wow. And crap everywhere. It's such a nice town, too. But then, Exactly. One of the neighboring towns, Jerry, gra- gathered up the geese and said that they were sending them to a pasture, and they, they gassed them. Oh, boy. So the town got in trouble. Yeah, got into a lot of trouble. I remember yeah. that. So I don't know what the game plan is. Yeesh. But you can't have wild animals attacking citizens. No, not a good look. And you can't have a tax-paying citizen calling the borough and getting hung up on. Doesn't she know I'm a celebrity, Jerry? Aren't you going to call her back today? Probably. Well, I'm going to say call her from here. Hey, is the mayor? You should call from here. I should. She won't know that number, right? That'd be tremendous. I yeah. was actually uh, the guy you hung up on yesterday, woman. <laughs> I was so furious yesterday when I thank God my sister was coming down because yeah. otherwise I would have had all day to focus on this. Yeah, and and because I, I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to take a ride down the borough hall and go into the building instead. Oh boy. have a conversation. You could do that. That's today my too. next move. Well, or you could call from here. Yeah. See how that goes, and if it goes bad, then you go there. I'll just. I, what I could do is, yeah, keep calling from. I'll use one of those apps where you could change your phone number <laughs> and just keep calling different things. Being, hi, am I, I was just attacked. <laughs> Has anyone else reported being attacked? Make make it seem like this is like mid millions of attacks. Use a whole bunch of different voices. Yeah. It's funny. I'm sorry to hear that. That yes, sucks. It does suck. And this Bradley Beach has been a great thing for you and a terrible thing for you. Yeah. A lot of grief. You know where you didn't have any grief? Matawan. Yeah, but I was in the middle of nowhere. I didn't say it was good for you. Where you are now is perfect. You're saying you have a lot of grief there. The problem is we protect these geese like they're these tremendous animals. species. If the fox in town was going around attacking people, you damn, I'm sure we'd do something about it. Probably. Or a coyote or this is when I wish I had a pit bull. Oh, if I I might just go go. Uh, you know, you can go to shelters and walk dogs. Yes, I might go to Asbury Park, find the pit bull shelter, and just walk it with your dog. Bring uh, well, let's go walk this pit bull around the lake. You are not walking a pit bull that you didn't raise. There's no way you're doing that, especially one that's been cooped up with other. No way are you doing that. Yeah, if it likes me, Jerry, I would take it for a walk. If, especially if I was like, listen, we're gonna go attack some geese today. I don't know about that. Yeah. You'd be, I think you'd be nervous walking that dog. I would be. And then, and that's the other thing. Like, I know animals sense fear. Like, do geese sense fear? Do they, if they know I'm scared, could be, they, could be like, instinct. Yeah. It's very possible. But, like, like you said, like, bring a tennis racket. I'm going to be in trouble. If a goose attacks me and I fight back and defend myself, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Just keep raising your arms and going, yeah. Hey. <laughs> You sound like Mike. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hi. Yeah, so I don't know what to do. This is going to be a problem. And I looked. I was like, geese lay eggs in the springtime. So they are, I guess, protecting their eggs. So now they're very sensitive. But the problem is their they're, they're radius of where their eggs are and what they're protecting is quite large. Yeah, I guess and so. there's homes there. Yeah, I can imagine. And where people walk and where bikers, bicyclists go by, runners go by, you tell me someone running by, the goose is going to think it's going to grab its eggs, it's going to attack them. You should video, like you should watch the area a little bit. Yeah. And see if it happens to anybody else. If not, maybe there's something about you. I don't know what that would be. Right, I was trying to think, is it the same goose? Is it one goose? That doesn't like you. Like I was thinking, should it, could I get like food coloring and spray the goose? <laughs> So I know it's the same goose. You want to mark it? Yeah, I want to mark it. <laughs> mark the goose. That's funny.
I don't know that you can do that either. So I don't know what to do. Um, you have a you have a problem. Other than I can't go in the general direction north. So you're dealing with geese, and I got to deal with groundhogs. Yeah, right, but they're not fair. attacking you, the groundhogs. No, they're not. But I'm worried about them getting to the foundation of the home. Yeah, well, that's a problem. That's a big problem. So what I about gotta... this? Bring catch. the groundhogs yep. the, or bring the geese to the house? Or no, bring the catch the groundhogs. We'll release them at the lake <laughs> and have them battle it out with the geese. You could do that. I got to catch them first. Then. I was told mothballs chases them away. I'm sure the animal people will be very upset with that. It's well, not it's just the smell they don't like. Oh, but if they eat them, Jerry. They're no, gonna... they're not going to eat them. Supposedly they, they detest the smell of mothballs. Yeah. I've had more than a few people tell me that. No wonder why grandmothers never have. Uh, those things in their homes. <laughs> Grandmothers love mothballs. Uh, another thing, I ordered some signs because... Signs for what? Well, I've noticed... Al Dukes for mayor? P- poop. A lot of poop not getting picked up. Some of it on my property. So what kind of signs did you order? Smile, you're on camera. Please clean up your poop. Where are you posting these signs? I'm going to put them on the lawn. I ordered them. They'll be here tomorrow. I'll show you. I'll take a picture. Oh, no, I believe you. By the way, it's not even my property. It's my condo's property, but I pay a maintenance fee. Are you allowed to put the signs on the lawn? Not sure. I guess we're going to find out. I guess we're going to find out. How many signs you buy? It's a two-pack, so I want (laughs) to see how it goes. Yeah, My guess, not well. (laughs) I guess, can someone please explain who's putting signs on the grass? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go me. That is tremendous. Yeah. I, I got two signs. So one's going to go on Ocean Avenue, and one's going to go on the side where, where where dogs are pooping. Okay. So that's a problem, too. Yeah. Wow. People not picking up the poop. Then I also have this as a situation. What too. the heck? No, what no, is no. going on with you? No, I'm just saying. My sister, so when she was down yesterday, I was talking to her. She told me that there was a there's a area, a park area near where she lives where there's a lot of goose poop. Mm-hmm. She said and she was there with her kids one day, and someone was walking their very large German Shepherd, and the thing took an enormous dump. And the guy was walking away, and my sister said, excuse me, are you going to clean that up? He goes, the town doesn't clean up goose poop. I'm not cleaning up this. So that's the other thing that happens. Goose you know poop what? everywhere. I, I get that. When there's goose poop everywhere that doesn't get cleaned up, why am I cleaning up dog poop? That's the mentality for some people. Yeah, I could see that mentality. You're so angry yes. that they're not doing anything. Why is it your responsibility to do your little part Yeah, when I do huge parts not being handled? Right. Yeah, that's a that's a problem. Yep. That is a problem. Big problem. Well, could you double your money now if you sold that condo? Go move to that other town. What town am I moving to now? I don't know. The one where they got rid of them. <laughs> I can't afford that town. Oh, never mind then. Okay. <laughs> that's the problem. Or the benefit. That town, very bougie. Problems go away. They yeah. got a beautiful lake there, and guess what? No geese. I hear you. Uh, your town's very nice, too, though. It was. Until the geese overran you. The geese now run the town. Mm. I'm surprised the goose doesn't run for mayor. <laughs> Unopposed. Give it time. Give it time, yeah. This goose is running. I know who is the mayor, but I know the geese run the town, not the not the. Uh, I like that he taxpayers. got back to you, though. Oh, he got back to you. get back to you, at least? Oh, because I have the power of the radio. He doesn't want it discussed on the radio. Yeah, he didn't say that. <laughs> right. Who's doing the podcast? No, he knows. He's not stupid. Mm-hmm. But now action's going to speak louder than words. Yes. What are we doing about And I don't even know what I want the actions to be. I just know that, one, you can't have geese attacking people. That I know. Two, you can't have us calling the police because that's stupid. Yes. 
I'm not wasting the you police need geese time. Police. The geese police, they that's, live inside of my head. That's what you need. You need geese, geese police. police. Yeah. And when I went online to see, like, what could I do to deter them, th- there's really nothing. No. They're just wild animals. There's wild animals, fully protected. You just can't, you can't do a damn thing about it. Man. They rule. Sorry to hear that, my man. Yeah. Thank you, have you problems. Jerry. We all have problems. I got 99 problems and the geese is one. Yes, it is. The geese is 90 of them. I got 99 problems. They're all geese related <laughs> and dog poop related. <laughs> it's funny. Then this morning I walked out of the house. Yeah. You know, it's unseasonably warm, Jerry, as you're experiencing Beautiful too. out. And on the sidewalk in front of my house, I thought there was a puddle, like a large puddle. Okay. I was like, huh, it didn't rain. It was ants. Thousands of ants just in this pile. Wow. On the sidewalk in front of my house. How about that? Yeah. I don't like this. If they come out when it first gets warm or like I what happens? Know. I'm going to have to check now my house to see if I have ants anywhere. Yeah. I'm going to have to call Heather Ants. That sounds, that's Heather Ants. Heather Ants is my uh, exterminator. Okay. Yeah. Heather Ants. Heather Ants. And she does it, if I remember correctly, she does it very uh, nicely, correct? Yeah. She uses like a nice organic... Uh, products all right seems good it works i don't have ants in my house right but they're getting awfully close they're getting close jerry i am battling nature over there so annoying it really is i am really battling nature you got a lot going on over there yeah got a lot going on let me ask you this question now that's totally unrelated this would be uh, more um you know uh spike talks to us all about twitter and he's like yes you guys talk about twitter too much and i don't i'm off it Right, just that the the shows in general are yes. always talking Twitter this, Twitter that, Twitter this, and he's like, the, there's not that many people on Twitter that you think, like in your audience, the percentage of your audience that's on Twitter is he doesn't seem to think is okay. very, very big. But and you've it, battled with him on. This. I battled with him on it, and I've learned a lot in my discussions with him, and I, I I am leaning towards his side on things. But it got me thinking too about how we always reference on the air. Oh, the company's pushing podcasts. We refer this was on this podcast. Do you think more people have a Twitter account that they check on a at least a couple times a week, or listen to a podcast a couple times a week? Oh, I would think oh, that's a good question. Yeah, um, and I don't have an answer for this. I don't either. It's weird because so many of my friends are not on Twitter. Right. Yet Twitter's got millions upon tens of hundreds of millions of users. I just don't know how many check it, like how many are active. Right. And there are millions of podcasts. Like I'm one, I don't really, I don't, once in a while, when you tell me there's a good guest on Rogan, I listen, I'll listen to a medical one once in a while, but not every week. I don't, I go weeks without listening to podcasts. I don't know. Yeah. Um, If you told me the number was pretty similar, I'd say, okay. Like if I, if I checked right now, how many user? How many Twitter users do you think there are? Uh, I don't know. Guess it. Well, I'm trying to think how many people are even in in the United States. There's only 350 million people. But that's in the United States. Right. Twitter's worldwide. So I'm going to say there's uh, 300 million Twitter users. Well, this says there that- are over 1.3 billion Twitter accounts. Okay. But only 237 million of them monetize monthly active users. I don't know what that means. Yeah, no either. But uh, 1.3 billion accounts worldwide. 
And then if you want to see like how many how many podcasts are there, there's got to be it might be a billion of those too. Yep. You know. But how? But yeah. But I guess like who's are people more likely to be on Twitter or to be listening to a podcast? It's a great question. They say there are around 150 million podcasts. 150 million podcasts. I also wonder, like, we're in an area where we have long commutes. Yes. So we have more time to listen to the radio, to listen to books on tape, sure. to listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah. These places where, I mean, you've watched, like, Home Hunters and things on, on uh, HGTV. Yeah, yeah. House Hunters. House Hunters, yeah. And people will be like, uh, my commute's already 15 minutes. I don't want to make it any longer. Right. What? There's not a lot of time to really get into Yeah, so when podcast. are they listening to podcasts? I actually think people will listen to podcasts at work. Oh, at the office. I think people consume media and the internet at work like crazy. If you have a job where you're in front of a computer, you're, yeah. you're either on your phone or you're on these sites. I really do believe that, which is a sad commentary on where we're at, but I think that's true. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I'm on, if I'm here, like, did I, again, I, I, I'll I be back on Twitter at some point, for sure. I'm not, I know that. But right now I'm not. But when I'm at work, it's open all day, usually. Has to be. Uh, to me, if I'm listening specifically to a podcast, I want to hear it, right? So I'll listen to it in the car. Yes. If I just want background noise, I would more likely put the radio on because... That is uh, my perception of something is live. I like that in the background. If I'm specifically stopping to listen to something, then I have to listen to it when I'm focused. Same with like television. I'm not going to, I'd rather put on live TV if it's going to be in the background. I'm looking here and there versus I'm not going to put on a Netflix series. I want to watch in the background right? because I need to concentrate on it. Yeah, no, I hear you. You know, that's the, that is the, there is a different feel. When you're watching TV, that's live that they could break in at any time. Yeah. Something's going on as opposed to being on a streaming service. That's just you're watching a movie. Yes. And when it's over, it's over. Yeah. That is true. By the way, you know Clint Eastwood is 93? Is that right? Yeah. He's producing his or directing his 40th movie right now. Wow. At the age of 93. Isn't that awesome? Is he acting in this one as well? I don't think so. I think he's just directing it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that guy's... Still a tough dude. Some life. 93. 93. Still killing it. Yeah. I'd like to see him get to 100. Definitely. Let's go, Clint. Let's go, Clint Eastwood. You need to see the year 2030. Uh, Yeah. I want him to get to 100. I want him to be in a movie where he punches someone in the face. Well, he was in Gran Torino. Yeah, that was a good one. And in that movie, he was in his 80s. I don't know if he punched anybody, but he was firing guns. I didn't see the movie. I only saw the trailer for it. He's like an old man still trying to be a tough guy. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. I, I think I saw that on an airplane. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That was a good. It was good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, Jerry. I've got a lot of battles on my hand this afternoon. I've got to make sure there's no ants in the front. I have to uh, get back to the mayor about his goose solution. Because yes. otherwise, you know what? I'll run as mayor. I'll run against him with a full solution on this geese. All right. Geese and teenagers. I'll fix both those problems. Do you have a teenage problem in Bradley Beach? No, but I got my eyes out. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try to prevent one. Good luck with your signs. Thank you. Can't wait till someone slaps a sticker on it. Do not slap stickers on my signs. Oh, Al, you're a prize. Yeah. 
<laughs> I also saw this. Now, this was good fun. This is what I like to see in a short town yesterday. Beautiful weather. There Bikinis. Were, there were, well, yes. <laughs> there were like uh, younger teenagers running around with water guns shooting each other. And I thought, well, this is nice, you know. Yes. It seemed wholesome. They weren't running around with real guns shooting right, each sure. other. And I thought, I said to Gina, I go, you know, if this becomes a thing where these kids are out here all the time running around with water guns, we got to get super powerful water guns, sit up on the balcony and, and shoot them. pick them off. They won't even know where it's coming <laughs> That's from. Funny. <laughs> That's fun, especially if it's a hot day. Yeah, that'd be great. That is cool. All right, Jerry, warm-up is next. Uh, tomorrow's on a Friday, Jerry. You got CeeLo in the warm-up show. Oh, CeeLo in the warm-up because you're in for Boomer who's going to a hockey tournament right. in Canada. Something like that. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. We have a mic, and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. We do it at 5.02 on a Thursday morning. The Eddie Scazzeri, Yamba, Yamba, Yamba. What's up, man? And across from me, he's wearing his own shirt. That's kind of weird. His name is Al Lucas Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Yes, I'm in an Al's Boring Beer shirt today. It's a nice fit. It is a very, it's a nice shirt. It's a, it's a quality shirt. I demand, Jerry, I demand quality products when I put my name on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't everybody's got some, a price. Crappy boxy T-shirt. I, I give a you a nice hundred thousand dollars for right. a thousand Gildan shirts. Yeah, Gildan is. You're in. <laughs> Anytime I see Gildan or Fruit of the Loom, I'm like, uh oh. Or Hanes T-shirts. Not quite what they could be. Right. That's that. That's that's. A, if I'm getting one of those shirts, I better not be paying for it. it better be a free. <laughs> no, you're getting paid. Or I'm getting paid. And yes. then you're good. Jerry, I'm going to start you off here on this Thursday with a buzz. Wow. No buzz. Buzz, no buzz to start the program. Yeah, buzz, no buzz to start the program. Well, what this means is, Jerry, I'll give you a topic and you think right away. I know what it means. Well, I'm just explaining to the audience. Well, they know too. Is there a buzz around this, what I'm saying, or is there, eh, I don't really, doesn't really see. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Yeah, what's All right, Jerry, so on this Thursday, let me start you off with a buzz, no buzz. Knicks, Nets. Rangers, Islanders, Devils, all in the playoffs for the first time in 29 years. Is this buzz or no buzz? There, I, there will be. I think when the game's – here's the problem with these yeah. stupid leagues. The breaks are ridiculous. So the Knicks 
don't play until Saturday night. They haven't played since last week. The Nets haven't played since last week. We've got this dumb playing thing going on all week. It's almost like you forget that they've got a series coming up. Then worse than that, the Knicks play Saturday. Then they don't play until Tuesday. Tuesday? It's awful. The Nets at least go Saturday, Monday, but they space it out too much. But, 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 the hockey fan will be ready to rock. The Ranger fan is fired up. The Devil fan's fired up. The Islanders made the playoffs. I will tell you this. There's probably more buzz for the hockey than there's the basketball. But as if we sit here on a Thursday morning. Not yet. There will be. There will be. I agree with you. Not right now. Well, right now, no buzz. No, because there's nothing going on. I see. It's dead. So what gets underway first? Well, you have the basketball on Saturday. Okay, so Saturday kicks it off with Nets, the Nets. Sixers at 1 or one thirty, whatever time. And Knicks play Saturday night. And when does this hockey situation get underway? I got to check the schedule. I think that probably is Monday or Tuesday, I would think. Oh, so next week, Jerry. The next buzz. week's nuts. Jerry, we're going to be buzzing around next week like a bunch of wasps. Next week is pretty crazy, actually. Yeah. Let me see if I can find Jerry, the gonna, NHL th- playoff. Jerry, I'm going to have sports coming out of my ears next week. I'm going to have Rangers coming out of this year, Islanders out of this year, Knicks and Nets out of East Nostril, then the Devils. You know, coming out of my uh, ear tear ducts. You know why your tear ducts might be more excited yeah. than your nostrils? If the basketball is the nostrils yeah. and the hockey is the, the tear ducts. The Devils and the Rangers are capable of winning the Stanley Cup. Is that I, right? I don't believe anybody thinks the Nets are capable of beating the Sixers, let alone winning an NBA That's championship. True. And I don't think anybody believes the Knicks can win a title yet. Can they win a series? 100% they can. Will they? Who knows? But... People do believe the Devils, Rangers, and hell, even the Islanders, why can't they get hot, have a chance to win a Stanley Cup? So out of the five teams, Jerry, that are here locally in, you think two have a really good chance of winning it all? I think the Devils and Rangers have a chance to win it all. Wow. And I give the Islanders a puncher's chance. I I don't think they haven't been great all season. They've been good. And they got in last night. They needed help. They got the help the other night with the the, uh, Blackhawks beating the Penguins. But they got in, and they did what they had to do last night. I think people really believe the Devils and Rangers can make a run. No one thinks the Knicks or Nets can win a title this Let year. Let me ask you this, Jerry. I mean, I, of course, know the answer. I work in sports for many years. But is there a potential in this uh, hockey playoffs that the Rangers and Devils would meet each other? They're right now, they're set to meet each other in the first round. Good Lord. Do you not listen to your own program? Jerry, I said I know. I am, <laughs> I am a sports guy. I'm saying for the audience, that's a lot uh, of casual hockey fans once the playoffs start. As it is set right now. Yes. I believe at this very moment, Devils-Rangers will be the first round, and I believe I believe the Islanders will play the Bruins in the first round, which they could be out in four oh, games. Man, the you, Bruins oh, that's why you guys were saying you're going to have Matt Lachlan come in and do a goal call right in Boomer's face and, every right. time the Devils beat the Rangers. And Chico Rush yelling. And Chico Rush. That exactly. Yes. Okay, wow. So that that could really be a very buzzworthy next week. Yeah, it's just the one thing that would suck is that Devils-Rangers is such a fun rivalry. To have it get knocked out right in the first round, you'd rather that build a little bit and maybe you'll see each other in the conference semifinal. But whatever, it is what it is. So let me do this then, Jerry. We've got a buzz, no buzz, so right now, no buzz. Uh, not but I'm going to check back with you on Monday. Yeah, there'll be a lot of buzz. On a buzz, no buzz Monday. Yes. I'm going to give you the same exact buzz, no buzz. Fair enough. I agree. That's fine. And we'll see where we're at. I we'll think see there what will type be, of weekend we had. It also will depend. There's going to be buzz for the NHL. There's no question. I know you may not like it. Eddie might not like it. No, I but like playoff hockey. The, the hockey fan is going to be fired up on Monday. I don't think there's any question Good. about it. It'll be interesting how the Nets and Knicks get started with their playoffs. So if the Knicks lay an egg Saturday night, does not mean they're going to lose the series, doesn't mean the series is over, 
But the Nick fan will be really disappointed if they go out to Cleveland and lose, you know, 115 to 91. If the Ned fan gives you something against the Sixers, people hate Philadelphia. And maybe there's a little buzz around the Nets, but we'll see. Yeah, we hate Philadelphia. Other than we enjoy going there uh, because their stadiums are easier to get in and out of. Other I, than that, we hate you, I actually really like Philadelphia. I just don't like their teams. Plus, they cracked the Liberty Bell. Well, I mean, and that, yeah. Well, you had one cool thing, the Liberty Bell, and you cracked it. Well, they had Benjamin Franklin, didn't they? They did Benjamin Franklin, from Philadelphia. Too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. How did he get struck by lightning with the kite? He was flying a kite. But the kite is being held with a string. Yeah, well, he had a metal kite. He didn't. There's no way. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Did anyone ever explain that? I'm like, not even sure if he was really struck by of, lightning. Right. The kite's not made of metal. The legend is that there was a metal key on the kite string. Yeah, but still, the the lightning would have to go down the rope, which it wouldn't do, to get to the metal string, wouldn't it? Or would to it, the key. I mean, to the key. Or could it go right from the sky to the key? That's what you're saying happened? Um, I'm not sure legend? how the legend See, evolved. we don't know. What but year I know was this? There's a metal, uh, 17 what? 1776, the Bicentennial. It was probably sometime after the Revolutionary War. Exactly, Jerry. And that year would have been? 1812. 1812. So not 1776, as you just very confidently. It could have have, have been sometime after that. Once we get before 1900, it's all very similar. Jerry, we had a very strange game uh, in Cleveland yesterday. A lot of odd things happened in this Yankee game. Yes, there were. Now, the Yankees won 4-3, and again, (laughs) Cleveland goes up. Real quick. Yeah. The first thing you put in when you say, when when was Benjamin Franklin struck by lightning? First thing that comes up, Benjamin Franklin did not get struck by lightning. (laughs) (laughs) See, fake news, even back then. That's funny. We talk about fake news now, Jerry. Even back then, fake news was going on. Good Lord. All right, guys, so the Yankees and the Guardians yesterday. We're saying the Yankees again go down early. Or mm-hmm. you could say the Guardians got up got up early, 3 nothing, And the Yankees end up beating them uh, 4-3. But a couple of very strange things uh, happened in this game. One, Aaron Boone gets tossed for, I, I don't understand, like, you were, he was wrong. Aaron he Boone was, was wrong, wrong, but they were wrong in the way they handled it. So it all went down. To, it was a fly ball to shallow center, and Aaron Hicks comes running in yes. and dives, and, and it looks like he makes in a real tremendous time. Looks catch. like he makes, and which was interesting because the inning starts with him missing a sliding catch, then he makes a sliding catch, and then it looks like he makes a sliding catch. Um, and the ball, like watching it live, yeah, you definitely saw a little bit of the white, but I just figured it, it was like a, a snow cone catch. type of catch. Yeah, hundred percent. Then the first replay you see is they're going to break. Looks like he made the catch. And then all of a sudden you see the close-up. All right, the ball definitely hit the ground, understandably so. The problem Boone had, and he's not wrong, is they make the call on the field. They call it a double play. Inning's over. Terry Francona has 15 seconds to let them know if he's thinking of challenging or not. He doesn't do anything. And then all of a sudden, whether it's coincidence or not, when it showed up on the on the big screen, clearly one of the umpires saw it, and they huddled together, and then they go to review. That's not the way it's supposed to work. So while they did get it right, ultimately, it's one of those things where the way the rules are, they missed it, and the inning was over, and you move on. And unfortunately for the Yankees, now they won the game, doesn't matter. But it cost them two runs. Now, is that still a play that Terry Francona had a call, or did the umpires review that themselves? That's what I'm saying. Terry Francona had 15 seconds to let them know if he was thinking of challenging. 
15 seconds goes by, he doesn't do anything, the replay comes up, and then the umpires get together on their own. It's not review. You don't do it that way. So it's kind of like in the NFL. It's the Let's say in the NFL, you see a pass that clearly goes through the receiver's arms as he's diving, clearly bounces up, comes through. You would wait for the challenge flag. If the, if the referees on the field call it a catch, they can't look up at Jerry World at the big screen and say, you know what, our bad, let's go back. you got to challenge it. If they don't do it, you move on. Snap the ball, you move on. It's kind of what happened here. Okay. Yeah, because I was reading that uh, in the time that the that the that the react that Boone thought it was the reaction of the crowd, and not that the umps even necessarily looked up at the sure. big screen. Yeah, it's possible. But that the reaction of the crowd is what made them take a look at it, and then I then that gave Terry Francona more time to challenge. Right, which shouldn't be the case. Yeah, because the time had already passed. I see, and she so, went off the field, and it was weird because yeah, the whole situation was strange. The only good news about it is they came back to win the game, so it doesn't matter. Yes. But very odd situation. Odd situation, and uh, Boone was furious. I yeah, saw they was. even, on the MLB highlights on their app, they they pixelate out his mouth so you can't see the words he's mouthing. Did John Boy get a hold of that yet? I'm sure he did. I didn't take a look at it. I was on the MLB, official MLB app, and I saw it. I was like, wow, they're really pixelating Aaron Boone's mouth. Must have been a lot of F-bombs. Oh, must have been some good stuff. I'm sure there was. Then a poor fella who's an umpire of this game, a 67-year-old man, Jerry. His name is Larry Vanover. Been around a while. It has been around, yeah, a, Vanover, been yeah. around a while. He got drilled in the head with a relay throw. Yeah. And he got up. Like, I see him get up and kind of shake it off, but then they took him to the hospital because he had a big lump on the side of his head. Yeah. Yeah, make sure to have a concussion. Yeah. I, man, I watched it, too. It was one of those. It was the throw from the outfield to, I think, second baseman, who turned and just was going to gun it home and just gunned it right into the dude's side of his head. Well, not funny, but what's kind of funny about the replay. Yeah. when In real time, it just happens. Yes. When they you go to YouTube and you watch this thing, of course, people slow it down. And like a moment before that ball strikes him, he realizes he's about to get hit <laughs> and he starts to backpedal. And it's kind of like, whoa. Oh, and no. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough one. So uh, they sent him to the hospital. They said they are hoping he doesn't have a concussion or something. Yeah, no, that would suck. He's not a young man. Not you a know, young man. Not an old guy, but 67, you're up there. You don't see that very often. For What's that? that? Like uh, uh, umpires getting drilled with relay no. plays. Just like you don't see a lot in the NFL, you don't see refs getting run over as much as you would it think. It happens, but not as much as you would think with the speed of the game. With the speed of the game, yeah. the age of the guys. Although the NFL referees are really in good shape. They are, Oh, it's true. They, they are luckily like jacked. Yeah, all jacked up. Baseball umpires, not so much. Not jacked. Some are, some are, but the older guys are not. Yeah, 67-year-old dudes are not jacked unless you're Ed Hockley doing curls got the guns a gun show isn't That's his right. son a referee now he too? is and he's got a gun show as well i'm sure he does well you know what if you're going to be out there and you have to be authoritative with these guys that are you know they look like they're uh models cut out of mountains you better be able to keep up at least run up and down the field with them absolutely and they've done a good job of that and then uh you know what always was... surprises me too sorry What's to interrupt that? That the pitcher doesn't get hit by the catcher throwing down to second base on yes. a steal attempt more often. Not that it really ever happens, but you would think that could happen once in a while. Yeah, or even the hitter that doesn't get out of the way when a catcher's throwing down the third. That happened to my son last week. 
He got hit? He got hit with a ball thrown back to the pitcher right in the head. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, it's right there. Or even you'll see sometimes in super slow-mo when uh, uh, someone's a, a player's going from first to second stealing a base and the hitter swings and misses and just that bat being out and then the bat coming back and the catcher throwing yeah. down. Like, There's a lot going, in a, going on in a very tiny window. Small little box. Small box, Jerry. Small box, a lot happening. And if I may wrap up this Yankee situation, uh, the long-haired bat boy uh, from Cleveland. I thought you were going to go with Classe not getting the job done. You're a green-haired guy. Oh, is that right? Classe was the one who screwed this up? <laughs> Green-haired class you, you really shut it down after the Vanover <laughs> highlight. Yeah, Jerry, I couldn't move on. The umpire got hit in the head with a, with a ball, a relay ball. And controversy in the and first inning. Like, Jerry, this is too much for my, so no my fran- heart to handle. <laughs> no Franchi home run nope. for you. <laughs> I was locked in on instead this bat boy situation. So the long-haired bat boy, who stupidly for me didn't realize until I was speaking with Mr. Peter Schwartz yesterday, that that's actually a, a Cleveland Guardians yeah. employee. Yeah. That's why he was allowed to have the long hair in a Yankee uniform. Uh, turns out he's a, in a rock band out there. Oh, okay. He's a drummer. So he's really not a boy. Right. Probably a man. But isn't that weird? Like, you would not think a rock and roll drummer would want to be a bat boy. Uh, last time we checked this, the Royals paid their bat boys $51,000. <laughs> that's a good point. So you know what? Bat boy by day, rocker by night. I don't know what the Guardians pay. And Anthony Rizzo took a liking to the fella. Did he? He posed the pictures wearing the kids' band's T-shirt. And the kids said, maybe I'll come uh, out to you know the Bronx uh, and play a show. Will Yankee fans come out and support me? That would be kind of cool. That would be cool. He did decline all interviews. Jared. Oh, Jesus. Now we're trying to interview yeah, the Yeah, we're bat trying boy. to interview the long-haired bat boy rocker. He has a, a bit of a... Um, Taylor Hawkins, uh, yes. who passed away a look. from Foo Fighters look. I agree. That must be a, a look for drummers now. Yeah. Thin, long-haired. You don't really see Rockers. large drummers. You don't really see large rockers. Meatloaf no. was big. Meatloaf was a big fellow. Now, I would think, although drummers don't move around, I would think because they're constantly moving around yeah. when they perform, that that's almost like their exercise. Like, I would think if you're performing two hours a night, a lot of nights of the year, you're right. in pretty good shape. At first, you would think drummer, sedentary position, sitting but you know the whole what, time. Though? They're, They're constantly boom. moving. Yeah, does make sense. Yeah. We'll take a break. On the other side, Yankees play the Twins. Yeah. We'll get to the Mets, too, of course, who had a good one over the Padres. But um, a scary sight oh. for the Twins yesterday, and it leads me to a question okay. that I will have for you after Oh, I love a question. 518, just getting started with Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. All right, nice quick moving hour, 525. You are towards the end of the week. It's Thursday. It's the warm-up show. We got you another half hour or so that we step aside for Boomer and Geo. So tonight, before we get to the Mets there, Albert, yes. we had uh, we got the Yankees and Twins tonight. And one guy you will not be seeing for the Twins is Kyle Farmer. I believe he's their shortstop. Might be a second baseman. Second baseman. Mid- middle infielder. Uh, but a middle infielder for sure. Um, so he got hit in the face by a 92-mile-an-hour slider yesterday. and I think it was Lucas Giolito from the White Sox. So here's my question to you. At what point, this is starting to happen, this is what, the third time already this season? Yes. And we're only April 14th today? 13th. April 13th, I'm sorry, April 13th. You know, guys are throwing the ball, fa- it seems to me, 
if the fastballs have always been touching a hundred, these sliders, you know, in the in the nineties, it again to me it seems like they're throwing the ball harder. They don't have the sticky stuff, a little bit less control. At what point would all these guys not put the jaw guard on? Uh, I think you have to actually get hit. In, here's what I think has to happen. You yourself get hit in the face. Mm. Or your teammate gets hit in the face and you see. Up close. Up close. What that looks like. What it sounds like. And they were saying that you got to get his. What the wording they used on this dude. His teeth, teeth had to be realigned. Realigned. Yeah. I mean, he's having. He had surgery, I believe, yesterday. Yeah. And I only say it because for years and years in hockey, guys ran, skated around with no helmets, no nothing, until they realized someone's going to die on the ice. They made helmets mandatory. Goalies didn't wear masks, which I cannot believe there was ever a time goalies didn't wear right. masks. And now, you know, hey, listen, when, when they do it, I'm sure fans are like, oh, God, sack up, will you? Well, you can't wear You get used to it. At some point, you would think you got to put the stupid. If you're not going to wear a mask, which no one's going to do, at least use the jaw guard to protect yourself a little bit. Yeah, I think Stanton makes the jaw guard look cool. I agree. I totally agree. Like it could be an intimidating look because I would feel so much more confident in the box if I had uh, something blocking my teeth. From yeah, getting for hit. sure. You got a cup on, yep. so your balls are protected. You get a jaw guard on, so then. If you hit me, you hit me in the arm, you hit me in the go thigh. Go elbow guard. A lot of guys wear elbow that. Elbow guard, yes. Yes, absolutely. Shin guard. I go up there looking like a transformer. And for everybody that's going to... Well, Barry Bonds used to do right. that. He had armor toe to head for the most part. Yeah, I love those elbow guards that look like they have like metal spokes in them keeping them together. Pretty cool. And for everybody that's going to sit there and say, oh, well, you know, this is not when men were men. You get up there and stand there with a guy throwing 100 at you. No, thank you. It really, it's, it's almost stupid to me at this point. Yeah. That they don't, I don't know that she, obviously everything would have to go through the union, but I don't know. To me, I don't know. <laughs> there's no There's no benefit to not having it on. Other than the guys think that uh, it'll throw them off because the, nah, now doesn't. you're looking through a smaller window. I think they think that. But that's not that's not the case. I it's, know a lot of these kids wear them. I, I've even put it on. It's You see fine. It doesn't impede anything. Now, you played some high school football. I never played football. Mm-hmm. Other than street football where I was, you know, no equipment on. When you play, if, if you spent your whole life playing just street football, and then you put a football helmet on for fun. Oh, it's crazy. You go, how do they see it? Yeah, for sure. But you get very used to it yeah, very I guess quickly. So. But, it's really not that big a deal. But I think of like a wide receiver trying to catch a deep pass and you got a helmet on and you sure. got the things in there. So if they could do it, yeah, put the, put the no face thing on. You least, get your teeth realigned. How many and how many times do you think it happened last year? Right, Alonzo, what happened to? Mm-hmm. He got hit in the face for sure. Lindor got hit in the face. I mean, I don't know. It's yeah, just... what does that mean? Your teeth realign? Do they take them out of your head and put them back in your head, or they just move them around in your jaw? When I saw that line, all I thought about was a cartoon and like a dentist coming in and like grabbing his jaw and shifting it. I don't know. <laughs> We're gonna need to move all these teeth over a millimeter. I, I don't know. I really don't know. Like the teeth fall out of his head. Uh, jam them back in there. Is, you know what? Anything's possible, Al. I'm really, I'm not sure. You ever see the roots of your teeth? If you ever, yes. uh, like an adult tooth come out? I have. Well, I, mean, I get the x-rays wild. done every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Yes, when you get the x-rays done at yeah. the dentist, and then they're like looking at your x-ray. And you see, it looks like it goes an inch into your jaw. Yeah. Damn. Pretty nuts. Damn. And he had to have them realigned. In other uh, M- MLB news, before we do the Mets, Jerry, the Tampa Rays won again. Yeah, they're 12-0. and 0. That's awesome. 
pretty interesting. Now, I want them to get to 14-0 and because if they win again, 13-0 and just ties them with the uh, teams we were talking about uh, earlier in the week, the 87 Brewers and the 82 Braves. Right. They need two more wins, Jerry, because I want them to have the record of 14-0. and Fair enough. Are they playing any scrub teams? Uh, the Rays, well, yeah. I mean, the Red Sox are 5-7. and seven. They're off okay, to not a the... great start. Next up for the Rays, let's yeah. see if they play. I hope it's a bad team. Now, they have the Red Sox this afternoon. Okay. So, they, they got to close out their, uh, their they... series with them. That, oh, this is interesting. They do, so, yes, they do have the Reds, but before the Reds, they're in Toronto this weekend. Are they good? Yeah, Toronto's good. Yeah, I know. I hate Toronto. You know they are. That the whole division. The yeah. Red Sox might be the worst team in that division, and I don't think the Red Sox are terrible. Two more wins for the Rays. Let's go. Well, to do that, Let's they're going to have to beat they're going to have to beat um the Red Sox today, number 1, which is not going to be easy, and then they're going to have to and they're going to have to play the Blue Jays. Tough weekend. Yeah, if I was just starting over and I was wanting to root for a team that wasn't in my area, I'd go Brewers, Blue Jays. Why the Blue Jays? The Blue Jays have a cool logo. They always have a decent team. Not always, but right now, yes, they are in Canada. Canada's stupid. What do you think? I love doing this just because I think it's absurd. What do you think what? How many people in Tampa to see the 12th straight win for the Rays? I'm going to say they actually got a decent crowd because people, there's a buzz down there, Jerry, a palpable buzz, if you will. Do you know the answer to this? I don't. I'm just hoping that the fans actually showed up. I'll tell you what, it's a lot better than yet. Yesterday was 12,000, you know, two days ago. Yeah. Last night, it looks like, if my eyes are seeing this correctly, 17,000. Yeah, it's still not great. I mean, It's a lot better than 12. Yeah. How about this? Uh, I know you already looked. The, when they're playing to to win their 14th straight, if they get to there, that'd be home or that'd be up No, it's in, in Toronto. Ah. The, today's, at, today's at home at 1 o'clock against the Red Sox in Toronto tomorrow. What if I told you the Tampa Rays went undefeated for this season? Would you believe that, Jerry? What else you got? The magical baseball <laughs> gods. Uh, the Mets yesterday, Jerry. <laughs> the Mets did beat the Padres, which is nice. They did. Uh, I love when an, when Alonzo and Lindor hit home runs in the same game. Lindor, I think, only has two home runs this year. But both times, he and Pete Alonzo had home runs together. Alonzo's got six, I think, now. Is that right? I believe he leads the majors. Really? At least the National League. Yeah. I hear no buzz about that, though it's early on. Well, right. too early. It's April, April thirteenth, as we've heard. Right, as, exactly. as we've heard. Let's see. I, I can te- I can check that for you. Then I also reading now that Justin Verlander has to make a minor league start. Well, he yeah. What did you was, think he was coming right back to the Mets? That's I think what he thought. No, he no, he's he roll knows. Right up and start pitching no, on the majors. Come on. No, 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 no. Stop. That's always cool for the city where the minor league team is when you get like a stud player. Absolutely. You pack out the ballpark for one game. Justin, you know, as you're you're a young kid coming up, you get to face Justin Verlander. Yeah, I think it's neat. You look him in the eye, Jerry. You wink at him. Let him think you know something he don't know. Well, you do do know something he don't know. The pitcher about to throw. What do you mean? No, I'm saying if I'm the hitter. Oh, the hitter. Got it. I look at Justin Verlander. I give him a wink, Jerry. Just to let him think I know something that he doesn't know. Um, Pete Alonso does lead the majors with six home runs. Raphael Devers, Ryan Mountcastle, and Max Muncy all have five. Hmm. How many Aaron Judge got so far? I feel like I Aaron think Judge he's got has... four. Oh, I believe. Hold on. Well, he had two in that one game. He had three that one weekend. Aaron Judge has four home runs. Oh, he better pick his game up. He's right batting three eighteen. <laughs> Step your game. He's up. doing fine. They're eight and four. They're, he's good. Step your game up, Aaron Judge. 
And then Edwin Diaz seems to think he's pitching this season. That's not happening. I think he thinks he's going to be able to get back by September. Like actually in an actual Met game. No, throw out the first pitch and tip to tip his hat to the court to the crowd. Yes. Well, he's going to have to make minor league starts. Well, for sure he will. Right. Although I think the minor league season's over by then. Oh, so what the hell is he going to do? It could be bullpen sessions until oh. he's ready. I don't bullpen know. Bullpen sessions. I don't that would know. be great, Jerry, if you hear those trumpets. <laughs> In a game like that really, where it really counts for the Mets. <laughs> and he gives a back-to-back home runs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a long season. What a long offseason he would have. Oh, man. He's got to be ready, though. That's the one thing about it. Like, don't come back if you're not ready and re-injure yourself. Right. You're right. Show up. We'll, if he showed up next year without showing up this year, we'd all be good. Be like, okay. Starting fresh. Yes. Now you I think can't it, come back and stink. No, I think it's great. Now, the one thing you think about, though, I was thinking of this yesterday because his, his name was mentioned, obviously, on the broadcast. Think about how fresh his arm is going to be. Oh, it'll be fresh, Jerry. It'll be fresh like a, like an, like a big blueberry in the summer. That's what you just came up with <laughs> as you were stumbling for a an analogy. He was going to go to somebody. He pivoted. <laughs> I pivoted. I was going to go apple, but I thought. A well, fresh you get apple. a big, fresh blueberry, and they're gigantic. By the way, yesterday <laughs> on the home run call for Pete Alonzo, which I'm sure you'll have later, uh, Gary Cohen called it a big boy home run. A big boy home That's run. That's a big boy home run. I'm sure who's, I can. Who's a good boy? That's a big boy home run. <laughs> I I'm going to have to. We only have the radio calls. Oh, okay, yeah. I will go find the Gary Cohen call yeah. for 730. Because as we discussed yesterday, the 631 gets shortchanged. Yes, shortchanged. But we'll do the best we can. All right, we'll take a break. 536, more on the Mets. And then uh, Al's got some football notes, too. And then we got Boomer and Geo, 6 o'clock on the fan. I feel like this is becoming a staple. Yeah, because I'm not allowed to play Metallica. After six? After six because of TV rules for whatever reason. So we play it now. I like it. Uh, You want to hear Edwin Diaz talking about trying to be back? Yeah. All right. So this was Diaz, I guess, yesterday um, about the timetable and returning sooner. Doing what we're doing right now. um, Everything, the training, I'm working hard, I'm working hard. Uh, If they need, we keep responding on the testing because then I have to start running. I have to get in the mound. I have to start throwing. If everything goes well, I think I can be back soon than... Down eight months. In a month. Sooner than eight months. No, uh, no, not in a month. be back in a month. <laughs> a I mean, month. That will be awesome. Not in a month. No, Get him no, here no. in May, Jerry, Get in mid May. April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Uh, not a lot of time. Rocktober, Jerry. Rocktober. Here he comes. No, it sucks, though. They use this in other places. Yeah, anytime. That's what does stink. Anytime something cool happens, yeah, like somebody finds something cool, everyone just steals it. Now, did anybody else use, and I don't know this, did anybody else use Enter Sandman during Mariano's? I know Trevor Hoffman used, I think Hell's Bells, I think is what he used out in San Diego, I think. No, there was... Um, he didn't use that, did he? No, I thought it was that dude on the Mets who used it. Wasn't there somebody... Uh, Enter Sandman? Wagner, Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner used that? Yeah. Is I'm that true? Sure. I don't... Mm, okay. I know it has been used, and I think it was used prior to. I think well, prior was, to is fine. No, no, I'm I saying mean, I think Mariano Rivera stole it. Enter Sandman. Yes, here's entrance. the but here's the difference. It didn't become legendary Baseball. until Mariano did. Yeah, it. I suppose. So that's what I'm saying. Like in this case, Diaz made this. So I don't know if anybody uses before Diaz. I have no idea. Diaz is the one that made it something, and I know they got guys that use it as walk up music in Atlanta. 
there are other people that have used that that music. And so how about this, Jerry? This is an article from NBC New York. All right. About uh, Bruce Beck, write it. It was not written by Bruce Beck, but it was a, a, about uh, Edwin. It was when they were talking about the Edwin Diaz okay. trumpet situation. That said, Enter Sandman was selected for Rivera after the Yankees played San Diego in 1998 and became enamored with the entrance of Trevor Hoffman. Meaning Hoffman used it or just used. thought it was cool that he added? Oh, uh, uh, became an enamored. I got to finish the sentence, Jerry. <laughs> I, my bad. After they became enamored with uh, Trevor Hoffman using Hell's Bells. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great example of you having to read the whole thing. <laughs> right. So Hoffman ah. used Hell's Bells. So they got the idea for the walk-in music. Yeah, so like, that was cool. From Hoffman. What can we use? And then they selected Enter Sandman. Because yes. when we were kids, the cool thing about the reliever coming in was the golf cart with the cap on it. Yes. There was no music about the reliever coming in. Yeah, when they, when they first decided to do that. Like, what was first, the reliever music or the walk-up music for a hitter? Uh, you're, I don't know, because even that I don't remember as a kid them doing. Yeah, I never. we definitely never had that I, as a kid. I don't know. Great question. We just played ball, Jerry. You know, you, these travel games, we do them. <laughs> kids have entrance music? Not entry music. <laughs> Little kids? Walk-up music. Really? Yeah. And they get to pick it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you you know those big speakers you get at Costco? Yeah. So one of our <laughs> one of our kids' dads, this guy Jay, does a great job. He has his son Matt send it out to everybody. What's your song? And he makes the playlist. And he does I gotta tell you, it it does lend itself to a very cool atmosphere as opposed to just a boring, bland game. Yeah. When you got music playing in between innings and even the it's it's kind of neat. Yeah, that, that is cool. I guess you know, and it pumps the kid up probably. Uh, it does. Before they get to, I mean, the Enter Sandman was cool. It was. There's no question. <laughs> Didn't Metallica go out there one time? Or they was... did. Well, they, I know they were in San Francisco. They do. I don't know Yankee Stadium. I don't remember. I thought they did something for in his final season. They probably a did. A final appearance. That's years ago now. It's so scary. Jerry, good news for me. Uh, the Buccaneers have officially announced that they will be breaking out the orange creamsicle uniforms this season. They put out a... Uh, so you're going to watch that whole game? I might watch that whole game. You might watch that whole game. They put out a uh, hype video for it yesterday. Well, they better do something because they're going to suck otherwise. Yeah. Is Doug Williams available to come out of retirement to quarterback that team? I'm not sure. That would be something. Well, though, you could get him to model the uniform. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be neat. They had a they had like a superimposed where they put it on Mike Evans, where I don't think it was an actual. He right. was actually in the uniform. They just did one of those photos where they just switch it out. The old switcheroo. Will you pay your four hundred and fifty dollars for the uh, for what's it called? The NFL ticket Sunday ticket no. just so you can watch that game. But you know what's great about it is that the Bucks are going to suck this year, just like they sucked when they wore the uh, orange creamsicle uniforms. So it's going to really feel authentic. You're going to see the Bucks in those uniforms, and they're going to lose. What would make? Yes, they're going to have the uniforms. They're going to be terrible. What team would you want to see them wear it in to make it nostalgic? Like it can't be the Texans. No, can't be the Ravens. Like you want to uh, see bears, okay? Bucks, bears, Bucks, bears, Bucks, Packers. All right, fair enough. That's that's where you got to wear it. Okay, we'll see when or, the schedule comes out. I don't know if they play the Seahawks, but if they played the Seahawks since they both came into the league in the same year, put the Seahawks in their old gear, Bucks in their old gear, and let's go. When does the schedule come out? May? No, no, schedule <laughs> release party. By the way, Adam Schefter, Jerry, he came out yesterday and said of the Jets Aaron Rodgers situation, quote, May twelfth. May 12th, the schedule? Yeah. Uh, Adam Schefter says of the Jets-Rogers situation, quote, there hasn't been a whole lot of conversation, if any, 
Yeah. Over the last couple of weeks, going back to the owners' meetings. Mm-hmm. May 11th, by the way, not the 12th. Well, I mean. Getting weird in here between the Jets and the Packers. That is why I played the David Bakhtiari clip yesterday. I am not saying by any stretch of the imagination that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be a Jet. I still believe he's going to be. He's always going to be. I, I do. But there are things that could happen. He could retire. They could say, we ain't trading you. He could be abducted by aliens. He at could some be abducted point. by aliens at some point. Mm-hmm. That is very true. He could go into acting. Who the hell knows? He could uh, rub those crystals together that he got and go into another dimension. I mean, there's a lot of things on the table. Like, and if he did one of those things and came out and said, "You know what? I was ninety percent retired when I went into the cave." Yeah. Eh, you know what? I'm going to go back to that. And would that shock you? No. Right. That's why until he's here, eh. especially like it's not like he's getting up and going to work every day. When a man. Has a lot of free time to think. Yeah. As the man who has a lot of free time to think. You I overthink. You, you overthink a lot of things. And you change your mind a lot. Yes. It's and very once true. you start doing that, that's a bad scene. Very true. Bad. We haven't heard from him either since he was on McAfee a few weeks ago. Right. He's like disappeared except to the crystal store. Yes. He came out of his cave, Jerry, to go to the crystal store, and he went right back in, in his flip-flops, and rubbing crystals together, rubbing them on his nipples. To really That's where you to, go, the nipples? To really try to get into his headspace. Well, you're in allergies today. <laughs> <laughs> crystal nipples. That'd be a great name for a band. The Crystal Nipples. <laughs> it's also a great name for a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday night at Crystal Nipples. <laughs> and the name of a stripper. Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal, crystal Nipples. nipples. <laughs> Come on through. Can I make this moment of the day? Moment of the day. By the way, Jim Rome's son, I guess, is tearing it up in high school baseball. That's awesome. What is he, a pitcher, a what hitter? Is up? He's a pitcher. Okay. I guess his other son, the old, this is the younger son, Logan, Okay, is a, a pitcher. The older son goes to school at Wisconsin. He's a college kid, and I guess he... Does uh, he play? He plays baseball as well, yes. That's pretty good. Huge numbers what as is a high up? school pitcher. Let's see what kind of numbers we're talking about. Oh, he's got about. numbers, Jerry. Did you read them, or did you just... Uh, um, did I read them? Yes, I actually did read the full article. 2-0, 14 strikeouts in 21 innings. He's a sidearm reliever. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, sidearm. How about that? He's, he's got the next Kent to Colby. He might be. In fact, I'm uh, going to reach out to Jim. I'm going to say, make sure that kid don't eat too much. We need a nice, slim, thin Kent to Colby-looking reliever in the major leagues. You know what I see couple years. when I look at these videos? I see palm trees and sunshine. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, beautiful. Jerry, he's living it up out there. Eddie, pull my fader down one second, please. I just want to see. I want to see the sidearm. I know you love the sidearm. I love a sidearm. I'm more of a, uh, a submariner. I do like a sidearm, but if you got this, a submarine situation. This is in between that. Yeah. He doesn't drop all the way down, but this is not just sidearm. Like, this is in between. I'm surprised we still get that because you Little League coaches will try to stop a submariner. Yes and no. See, that's the interesting thing. You would try to, at seven years old, you would try and make the kid throw the right way so he doesn't get injured. Hey, kid. If I had a kid come to me at 13 that was lights out and threw strikes that way, I wouldn't change a thing. You would embrace the submarine. No, I would ask because his parents, if they were okay with the way he throws, and if they said yes and he's successful, I wouldn't change that. Absolutely not. By 12, 13, the kids are kind of where they're, they're not where they, where they want to be, but they're on their way there. And that, to me, I mean, looking at him throw, I mean, clearly there's a lot of movement on his ball, and he's pretty good. 
I'm surprised more major leaguers don't do it because it, it's a completely different look for a hitter. That's why I love watching Nestor Cortez pitch. He drops down. He gives you all different arm yeah. slots, different wind-ups and stretches. He's fun, and he's pretty good. He's got a cool mustache. All right, quick break, 5.53. When we come back, Boomer and Geo ready for a Thursday program. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman with Zach Elb. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, I have a lot of time left, about 20 seconds. I know I didn't give you a lot of time for the big story, guys. I see the Mets are off today. They're going to Oakland now. Tomorrow night, 940. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.